0: About Yemei Chabad. For this is for the twenty-first day of the month of Iyar. This was in Tovshin Test. This is in uh, nineteen forty-nine. Uh, guess, the night twenty-first day of in seven oh nine uh, Hebrew day seven oh nine. Uh, that was the day that the Kfar Chabad, the Chabad village in Israel, was founded by the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe. He founded it then in. in uh, I guess, again, like I said, this is in 1949 is when he founded it. Okay, so now, um, the previous Rebbe founded the Kvar Chabad, and the previous Rebbe sent a Sefer Torah for the Chabad community members that settled in the village. Uh, So he sent along a letter together with that thing, and uh, the letter is addressed to his... uh, fellow Chabad uh, people, the students of the people that went to the yeshiva, <laughs> who are now settling in the Holy Land, blessed upon you. So the Rebbe says, I have instructed the leadership at the Merkaz Leon Echiluch to send you a Sefer Torah, uh, as when you start and go off, uh, your settlement in our Holy Land may be built and and uh, uh, re-established, so you need to, he says, to prepare yourself well and to know and to really recognize and feel with a very inner feeling that the divine above providence brought you and your families, uh, may they live to the land, which guys' eyes are there from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And you're sort of in the palace of the king, that's the main place when the king Shem's world has different chambers, but the palace is Israel. And you are there at every time and every hour. Uh, so this uh, receiving of this Torah that I'm sending to you, that should be to you as a sign to remember all the time in your hearts and in your minds, or your minds and your heart, so that you organize your individual lives as individuals, and also you communalize based on the Torah. And on the way that has been instructed and taught to us by our holy fathers, our teachers, the holy and blessed um, uh, blessed uh, who are in the Aden, Aden, that you must educate your children, your sons and your daughters uh, in the way of their teaching without any compromises, and to bestow upon them the spirit, the spirit of the Jewish tradition, also on the rest of your brethren, the Jewish people there, those who are close and even those who are so far are distant from Yiddishkeit, uh, that you must influence them to lead them in the direction that leads to the house of God, which is the path of studying Torah with fear of heaven and the observance of the mitzvahs in the most perfect way, in a way that brings brotherly love, real closeness, which comes from loving of the fellow Jews and uh, characteristic traits that are uh, in a refined way, based on the teachings of the, of the Hasidists. In each one of you, may you be a lamp that will illuminate the darkness of this exile, that you and I are still in it. You will illuminate it with the light of Hashem, till Hashem will fulfill His promise through His prophets, holy prophets, to give us the news, the good news, to notify us of the salvation that Hashem has comforted His people and He goes in front of us to ingather all of our exiles and to redeem us an eternal redemption. May Hashem be with your help. He'll bless you and your family members with all that you need, with... Children, health, sustenance in a wide way, your your, your parnosseh, physically and spiritually, and through Mashiach Tzidkadim, shall all be redeemed very quickly. And the Rebbe asks to please give over the contents of this letter to your wives, to your sons and daughters, to each one individually. And the Rebbe signs off with your friend who seeks and blesses you only good physically and spiritually and it has the Rebbe's signature. Uh, this was a time that the um, Chabad community, uh, some of them, uh, a, a sizable group, maybe about 300 families, I mean, again, I'm just saying out of number, I think that's maybe right, but I don't know exactly the number, but a sizable family, uh, a sizable number of Chabad have escaped Russia and uh, escaped Russia because Russia didn't allow for its citizens to live their, their beautiful land. They wouldn't mm-hmm. give anybody permission to live. Uh, but at that time, the opportunity arose. This was after the war, in which there were many Polish citizens that, uh, during the war, uh, as the they were running from the Germans, so they ran into Russia. And unfortunately, the... Um, Circumstances were such that a great many did not survive. They died from sicknesses, from cold, from hunger, and various different kinds of things. And after the war, there was a, um, an agreement made between the uh, Russian government and the Polish government to repatriate, to allow for their people to go back. And the problem was there weren't that many people to go back because there were millions of, of, of Poles that died in mm. the time. So... But in that Russia. was an opportunity in Russia. Yeah. Well, in Russia. So uh, what happened was that allowed for an opportunity. There were a lot of documentations and passports and various different documents from all these people that passed on. So there was a opportunity, you know, the some of the Jewish minds with some of the, I guess, the mafia there, whatever, uh, the criminal, uh, they, they got together and they made a deal to buy these passports and sneak some of the Chabad uh, Hasidim out. Exactly, historically, you have to look it up in the books. Some people say that they turned a blind eye to it. Some people say that they bribed some of the local people. But in any event, not everybody made up. Some were called, some, some were caught, some were sent away for many years in in in, 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 Gulag. in, in Gulag and you know in different things. Wow. But, but the the main uh, a group of about 300 families, including my, my parents, were part of that group, made it out of Russia at that time. And the, my mother used to, uh, Sholem used to describe the fear with what they came out of. It was like unbearable because they didn't speak a word Polish and they had to present themselves. They had to remember the name and they had to say, and then they'd ask, they'd learn a few words in Polish so they can pass the, pass the border. And then when they came, when they finally sighed a uh, uh, sigh of relief, it wasn't really so, so pleasant because the Poles were anti-Semites and they were, they killed Jews as well and, you know, it was very, very dangerous. But eventually, they went through the displaced person camp, in the DP camps, and uh, in Germany, and then later on, uh, a, a group of the, a large group of the Chabad Hasidim, they, uh, ended up in Paris. Uh, actually, they settled in a suburb of Paris called Brunois. now. There's a yeshiva there right now, Brunois. They're in other places. That's where my parents ended up uh, as well. Now, at that time, this was in, as we said, this was in 1949, uh, the Rebbe established the Kfar Chabad many of the first families of the kfar chabad families were people that came from russia and then they had to step this was just a temporary paris wasn't the place france wasn't the place where they wanted to settle so the rebbe at that time founded kfar chabad and the founding families actually came from the group of chabad that has escaped russia and they are the ones that is called the kfar, uh, kfar safari it was called Safariya. they and they built it up, and they and they started. They became, you know, like farmers, and and they built the yeshiva there. You know, as you know today, it's one of the uh, strongholds of all of Israel. Comes the light of Torah and and good work and charity and everything comes from Kfar But at that time, this was the beginning. Now, uh, it seems like uh, the Rebbe encouraged people to. Uh, the previous Rebbe, to go to Kfar Chabad. That was the seat of the people in the Kfar Chabad. And there were some Chabad from before, during various different times that went to Israel, but this was like a core group with a core place in Kfar Chabad. Of course now later on there was many many more areas added to the Chabad map in Israel certainly Nahlashar Chabad when the Russian later on uh, when they started uh, after glasnost when they started leaving they mm-hmm. founded it in Jerusalem and in all towns and cities you know it's uh, today there's probably not a town or place where there's no Chabad little uh, presence over there but in any event um, in those days uh, the Rebbe encouraged, the previous Rebbe encouraged to uh, go to Israel for the families. Uh, my mother's brother, my mother's mother, own brother, he chose to go to Israel, to Kufa Chabad. But my mother and her two sisters, uh, there was, it was four of them, so the, my mother and her two sisters, they actually ended up in the United States. It looks like the uh, Rebbe later on, after the initial push for uh, uh, going to Israel as you know in 1950 just about a year later this was in uh, uh, we're talking about uh, on the um, uh, this was um, we said um, the 21st day of Iyar, year and less than a year after that the previous Rebbe passed away so he mm-hmm. was on the Yud Shvat in Tafshin Yud so it wasn't that much longer so at that point And the Rebbe became Rebbe at that. So then, um, there was also a a little bit of a shift, you know, for families to come to the United States, and they were already established over there. So it was like they split. You know, some people they considered to go to Israel or go to. It seems like when they asked the previous Rebbe, the Rebbe would instruct them to go to Israel. The previous Rebbe. It seems like the Rebbe. Sometime, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, I'm not sure, I don't want to, to we got to re- read up the history of it. But some reason, you know, my parents ended up in the United States, but actually they made a small detour, just that's a personal level. Um, you know, people came out without a skill, without a job, without a training, without an education, and their whole education was a Torah education. But they didn't know how to do any other work or what to do. So uh, at that point there was a need uh, for Shochtim um, for and boitkim, people to slaughter, ritually slaughter the animals, and I mean, there was somebody that gifted, I guess, uh, or I'm not sure the arrangement, Israeli, you know, the Israeli uh, army has just recently been established over there, and they needed meat, food for it. So they would actually take the meat, the cattle came from Ireland. So they needed, they needed uh, people to Shacht over there. So a whole group of... Uh, this, gave, this gave work for a whole group of Hasidim, you know, maybe 30 families. I'm not sure exactly. They need a rabbi over there. They need a butkim, bodkim, and yeshiv. That already, a whole thing. So my parents at that time from Paris, my father learned shechita, learned how to do shechita. And they went uh, together with some others. They did the shechita in Ireland, in Dublin. They lived in Dublin. Dublin was a very nice Jewish community. It was a... Uh, a yecky kind of a community. It's so very, yeah, mayor. yeah, like, yes. huh? two Jewish mayors. And a Jewish An mayor. uncle yeah. and a, and a nephew. Wasn't that, what's his name? My brother's actually born. My brother's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, oldest the, brother's the, born in Ireland. Yeah. The, your house, the, that doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's which, right. Was it on the slaughterhouse, house? That's right. right. He said that. That's, you remember, mm-hmm. I forget it already. Yeah, remember, yeah, he yeah. yeah, told us about it. But anyways, they lived there. That arrangement worked for about five years. Uh, there were four years, and uh, I'm not sure exactly the date that my parents went there. Uh, but you know, somewhere along those times, and after that, they had to make a decision where to go. But I think my mother's two sisters already were in the United States, so she followed to go with her sisters rather than to go with her brothers there. And I guess the Rebbe advised them, you know, to go to the United States. And actually helped them get the visa, and helped you know with the people uh, to uh, the activists to help them settle. And that's where they settled in in in, in Brooklyn. Many of the families that actually came could not settle. The, the They didn't want the people in Brooklyn. They didn't want all the New York City. They wanted them. They went to uh, Cleveland. They went to Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh. They went to other communities not everybody in brooklyn then later yeah but once you're yeah. in the united states you go wherever you want so i mean yeah, once yeah, they were yeah. here they but my parents to begin with came actually to the uh came to the united states uh but that's the way that's how kava was founded and that's how you know the Hasidic history started over there well, when barry and your brother.